0: I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. This is number 48 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. We're glad you can join us. The music. Come on, music is powerful. I mean, that's the understatement of the year. When music is all working together, and especially if you're in the right place at the right time, with the right song, it's that right personal soundtrack for your life at that moment, it can be life-changing. And this includes so many genres, countless genres, different genres of of music probably hit you differently all through your life. But one genre in particular that when it hits you, it hurts in a good way is soul music. I'm talking real non homogenized deep from the gut and the heart soul music, the kind of music that can make your heart sing along, even if it doesn't know the words. Now of the many artists that fall under this category, for me, one stands out personally. That person is Otis Redding. Now the first time I saw and probably heard Otis Redding on film was when watching the Monterey Pop Festival concert movie. It was mind blowing watch watch his whole performance, but if you have to pick one song just to hear from that performance, check out I've Been Loving You Too Long. You will hear, even without seeing it, how he has that crowd in the palm of his hand and how he completely gets them involved. This is a rock crowd. And he comes in with his soul music, and he owns that crowd. The album that we're going to look at today is one that actually was released after he sadly died. Uh, Unfortunately, he died as a very young man in a plane crash. But, But after he died, this was released. This is the seventh studio album by Otis Redding called The Dock of the Bay. It contains singles, B-sides, and previously released album tracks dating all the way back to 1965. Dock of the Bay, the song, was a huge hit for him. Uh, The record is on Rolling Stone magazine's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. And with good reason, you look up soul music in the dictionary. There should be a picture of Otis Redding, just like there is on the cover of this record. Otis Redding is soul music personified. And here's the thing. The band on this record for the majority of these songs were Booker T and the MGs. Can you imagine? They were behind him on many tracks. Uh, Some were written with them. It just pops and it's so fluid and it's perfect. We're talking Steve Cropper, Donald Duck Dunn. You've seen the Blues Brothers. A lot of those guys played uh, on these songs. Now, we're not going to go track by track on this record, but I did want to start with my favorite song on the album. It's called I Love You More Than Words Can Say. This is a top 10 song of all time, regardless of genre, for me. It's beautiful. It's powerful, but it's also so human and imperfect and just so impossibly soulful. I heard a reviewer once say that they thought that this song was too slow. Well, that person obviously is a crack addict. This is one of the most moving pieces of soul music ever recorded by a human being. If you have never heard, I love you more than words can say stop this silly podcast, go find it, get in a comfortable chair, close your eyes and listen to it 400 times. You won't be sorry. It's no secret that music and music like soul music moves us. Uh, The American Psychological Association website mentions that in the last few decades investigators have been training their attention on the so-called universal language of music how it affects our brains and how it might be used to facilitate health and healing the more we understand about that the more fascinating it becomes and the more we learn about how the brain works in general Uh, psychologists and neuroscientists are particularly interested to find out which neural pathways are affected directly by music, how music influences children's development, and, and how music interventions may help people with a range of physical and mental health conditions. I'm sorry, but I would imagine that I love you more than words can say could help heal a human being. I really believe that. Soothe the soul, so to speak. And a lot of other songs on this record, I mean, they groove really hard. With his voice in that band, how could they not? Um, there's also on this, on this album, his version of The Glory of Love, which was the signature theme song of the 1967 film Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, which in that was performed by the nightclub singer Jacqueline Fontaine. Then there's his version of the song Tramp, and he he does it with Carla Thomas. It's just joyous. There was a book called Dynamic Duets, the best pop collaborations from 1955 to 1999, and it says this about Tramp. It says Otis and Carla gave Tramp their own stamp. They exchange quite a bit of dialogue between them in the song with Carla putting Otis down because he doesn't wear fine clothes and is in dire need of a haircut. She's obviously a gold digger and laments that he couldn't afford to buy her fine furs and cool cars. She repeatedly calls him a tramp from the Georgia woods. And Otis Redding would reply that's good. Why? Because Otis Redding actually was born, like Tramp says, in the Georgia woods in 1941. It's a fun song. But again, there's just such a, a, a cool to it. Now, one more we can touch on here is, is the cover of Nobody Knows You When You're Down and Out. Bessie Smith would do a version of this song before Otis Redding. And Derek and the Dominoes with Eric Clapton would do one after. But the Otis version, it just has that indescribable thing. It's a feel. You know, all three are good, but his is just something else. Of all the soul artists from the mega famous ones like Aretha Franklin, which side point, Otis Redding wrote the song Respect and sang it first, and then Aretha covered it to the lesser known greats, like somebody like James Carr. I don't know if you've ever heard James Carr, two R's. You can check out his song, The Dark End of the Street to kind of get started with him if you don't know who he is. In addition to the the most popular and maybe the least popular, there, there have been two soul singers whose performances literally physically have made me cry. One was on film and that was Otis Redding. The other one was Betty LeVette. Oh my goodness. I saw her at an arts festival. She was beyond phenomenal and probably is the closest I'll probably ever see in my lifetime to Otis Redding. To close, it's interesting to me how Otis Redding crossed over. He never watered down his voice or his music to try to target an audience. He was just Otis Redding, and that's all he had to do. For the definitive experience, first listen to this entire record, and then find and watch him perform at the Monterey Pop Festival. Once you do he will never leave your soul we have once again arrived at the time on refresher when we present you with a spotify playlist and for this psychology on vinyl series the subject matter is the playlist itself so we have for you this time around a refresher podcast otis reading the dock of the bay playlist you can find it really easily on spotify just type in Refresher Podcast Otis Redding, the Dock of the Bay. So let's do it like it was a record. Side one, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, written by Steve Cropper and Otis Redding. Number two, I love you more than words can say. Booker T. Jones helped him on that one. Number three, let me come on home. Number four, open the door. Number five, don't mess with Cupid. Flip that record over, side two. We've got The Glory of Love, I'm Coming Home, Tramp with Carla Thomas, and The hucklebuck. The last two on that one are Nobody Knows You When You're Down and Out, and finally, Old Man Trouble. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast-Otis Reading, the Dock of the Bay. We would like to welcome some new listeners to our show. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in Brandon, Florida, Mansfield, Texas, and Carmel, Indiana. Welcome to Refresher. This show simply would not exist without people like you guys. If you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. Here's the thing. I know not everybody can do that. And I know that not everybody wants to do that. So if you can't or if you don't want to, don't worry about it. Just please feel free to listen and enjoy the show anytime that you want. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my very soulful friend, Mr. John Piafuerte. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.